Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 178 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for speaking to our hearts as we read your word. Help us hear your gentle whispers today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching us in John chapter 21. We start this chapter out very similarly as some of the Gospels begin with the disciples fishing. Imagine the most astounding thing in the world has just happened, the resurrection of the Messiah. But now the disciples' routine was a bit interrupted. Normally, they would have been following Jesus from town to town and ministering to all the people. They would have sat at his feet and learned just like everyone else. However, now he was gone from their human point of view, and they returned to what they knew, fishing. We probably would have done very similarly. I love that the Lord prepared them for a miracle while they were doing the normal part of their life. First, he made sure they caught nothing on their own. Then he stood on the beach and told them what to do to catch an enormous amount of fish. And they did. It was then that they recognized Jesus. Sometimes our efforts produce little fruit, but when God steps in and guides us, we see and experience his miracles. I also love that Jesus had already prepared a fire with fish cooking on it. He also brought bread. He knew they'd be hungry and tired after a long night of fishing, and he made sure they were satisfied before he gave them their next set of instructions. He cares for our needs as well, my friend. I see God's love here as he tended to the needs of his disciples before he told them what to do. Then Jesus tells Peter to feed his lambs, shepherd his sheep, and feed his sheep. You see here in these passages that the Lord knows what we need to be fed, both physically and spiritually. He will take care of both. He knows we need to be shepherded. He knows we need to be led, protected, and cared for in all ways by him, the great shepherd. Let us be thankful the Lord sees and tends to our needs every day, my friend. Lastly, Peter wants to know if his friend John would die, because supposedly he was promised he wouldn't by Jesus. In verse 22, Jesus said, If I want him to stay, survive, live till I come, what is that to you? What concern of it is yours? You follow me. All of this with an exclamation point. We all have different gifts and talents we are to use to serve God. Let us be fully led by the Lord instead of looking at what other people are doing, wishing we were more like them, maybe even wishing we were blessed like them. Jesus said, you follow me. Let us keep our eyes on the Lord and no one else. Well, let's see what's happening in the new church in Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7 is an amazing account of the history of the nation of Israel. Yesterday, Stephen was arrested because of all the miracles he was doing. He is questioned because of the accusations about him speaking against Moses and God. So Stephen tells all that he believes, starting with Abraham. I love his commentary that retells the history of the Israelite people. If you ever want a synopsis of the Old Testament, tag this chapter because it is short but very complete in its history. There are a few thoughts I have as I've read this chapter again. First, Moses was raised as an Egyptian prince, even though he was an Israelite by birth. God made this so to give him all the education and training that a prince would receive. He would need this later in life. Moses was in this position for 40 years. Then he was in exile for 40 years. Lastly, he spent 40 years in the wilderness with God's people. God's perfection is shown here. His perfect timing is seen within the three chapters of Moses' life, each lasting 40 years. 
Also, God's timing isn't always our timing. While each chapter of Moses' life could have been done more quickly, it wasn't. Our patience as human beings is usually limited, but here we see God's great work in Moses and the time he took to bring it all about. Forty years, three different times. Let us pray for more patience to allow God to work in our lives, ready us for our future, and ready all those who will participate in our future as well. Second, the Jewish leaders did not want to be told what to do or what to believe, and they didn't handle criticism well at all. They just kept wanting to kill people who were speaking truth when it didn't align with their truth. In verse 53, Stephen said, You who received the law as it was ordained and set in order and delivered by angels, and yet you did not obey it. You'll read how his statements here led to the people's rage and resulted in Stephen's death. Third, as Stephen was fully controlled by the Holy Spirit and the heavens opened up, he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God. What a sight that must have been. Let us imagine we see the same today, for it is still true today. Jesus is in heaven with God the Father. If you haven't accepted Jesus into your heart, this is a perfect time to ask Jesus to come into your heart and reside within you. He is real, my friend, and he gave his life to save you. Fourth, as Stephen was dying, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive and accept and welcome my spirit. What a wonderful moment to look forward to, Jesus receiving our spirit in heaven. Let us be extraordinarily grateful Jesus died to save us, and we will one day be delivered into heaven. Lastly, Stephen prayed for the ones who were stoning him. This is what God asks us to do, pray for our enemies. Again, he was full of the Holy Spirit and guided by him. Let us pray for the ability to pray for our enemies and love them as Jesus asks. May we pray they be led to the cross. Well, let's see what's happening in 1 Chronicles chapter 23. We jump to the time when David was older and arranging more care for the house of God, which will be built by his son. We read that Solomon was made king over Israel. This wasn't without opposition, though. Remember, David's son Adonijah wanted to be king and took over without David's knowledge. Nathan the prophet went to Bathsheba to advise her what to do and how to speak with King David about the matter. You can read more about this in 1 Kings chapter 1. It is a great story. Of course, we know God planned for Solomon to be king before he was even born, so Adonijah's plans were thwarted. This is a very good example of someone acting in pride and raising themselves up when the position wasn't intended to be theirs. Jesus talks about this when he talks to the Pharisees and their desire for the highest seats of honor. Pride doesn't turn out well, my friend. Well, on with this chapter, David brought together all the Israelite leaders and the Levites and gave them instructions. There were 38,000 of them altogether. 24,000 were to oversee the work of the house of the Lord. 6,000 were appointed as officers and judges. 4,000 were gatekeepers and 4,000 were appointed for praise and worship. Again, he appointed thousands to serve God. Verse 30 says, they are also to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord and likewise at evening. David knew the importance of praise and worship. It is included as a twice-a-day activity for them. May we make this a practice for ourselves. Note that he doesn't ask them to praise and worship just on good days. It was for every day. We have difficulties in this world, but God deserves our praise and worship regardless of our circumstances. I'm just learning this, my friend, and it has taken years. Let's see what Solomon writes to us in Proverbs chapter 28. There are many topics of wisdom that Solomon writes about in this chapter. There are a few verses that speak to me, and you will find ones that speak to you. One of the verses is verse 14, which says, Blessed, happy, fortunate, and to be envied is the man who reverently and worshipfully fears the Lord at all times, regardless of circumstances. But he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. 
I continue to pray God will keep my heart soft toward him. This may be something you add to your prayer life as well. Verse 18 promises that those who walk uprightly will be safe. I hang on to that promise today. Verse 26 says, He who leans on, trusts in, and is confident of his own mind and heart is a self-confident fool. But he who walks in skillful and godly wisdom shall be delivered. Let us always seek more wisdom and understanding, my friend, and let us start the day surrendering it to the Lord. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for speaking to us through your word today. Help us lean into you, seek you, and find you. May you lead and guide us today and every day, Father. Keep our hearts soft toward you. Help us hear your gentle whispers and be obedient to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 